0: Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on
1: 6.30 Chad. Good to have you tuning in tonight. Hockey Canada, about 15 or 20 minutes ago, deciding that it will cancel all Hockey Canada-sanctioned activities, including its national championships, starting tomorrow. So that means uh, no more AJHL season here locally earlier today the nhl pausing its season the ahl the canadian hockey league pausing its season the ncaa canceled all its tournaments including the frozen four and the men's basketball tournament major league baseball has canceled sprig training and delays the regular season for at least two weeks the uh, xfl suspending its season arsenal head coach Mikel arteta has tested positive for COVID-19. The Women's World Curling Championship in Prince George, B.C. has been cancelled. They are going ahead with the U Sports tournaments this weekend. Bit of an upset at the men's tournament, uh, tournament Western beating Saskatchewan 3-2. So the Alberta Golden Bears did not make it this year, but their arch rivals have been eliminated. The U of A Pandas play a quarterfinal tomorrow in Charlottetown against UPEI. The Golden Bears volleyball team at men's nationals, they play tomorrow. The Pandas at Women's Nationals in Calgary, they play tomorrow. So we will have some scores to update you on Uh, big tournaments for some university teams. This portion of Inside Sports presented by Furnace Family. Experience the Furnace Family difference. Your furnace replacement specialist with over 500 five-star Google reviews. Call 7804-FAMILY or visit FurnaceFamily.com. Look, you heard Dr. Jason Kendrachuk from the University of Manitoba in the last half hour. I'm sure you've been reading other stories today, watching other coverage about the impact on the world of sports, and it seems um, it seems like there's. I, I was going to say that it seems quite likely, but I, but I don't want to say that. I don't. I, you know, I don't want to go too far, and in this situation, I want to be careful not to overreact. But there is certainly a distinct possibility that the Stanley Cup will not be awarded, and that the Stanley Cup will not be awarded because of uh, a pandemic, because of something related to people's health to, to boil it down quite simply this has happened before it happened 101 years ago and for some perspective on that we welcome to the show hockey historian Craig Bowlesby. Craig welcome back to Inside Sports how are you doing?
2: I'm doing fine uh, thank you Reid uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Well we had
1: John a couple of years ago to talk a little bit about the history of hockey in Seattle when rumors started circling there that there would be an NHL team and, and Craig, look—it's been a tough day. I'm going to have a little bit of levity here. I, I just realized the way I introduced you that you would have perspective on the 1919 Stanley Cup final. I made it sound like you were that old. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not quite 101, no. But, yes, under I, I say under 100. You're you're under
1: 100. I, I, I but but you are very uh, you are very well versed uh, in the history of hockey and, and specifically related to Seattle and, and it was Seattle and the Montreal Canadiens yeah. in that first of all before we get into the illness what were the circumstances that led those two teams to compete for the stanley cup because it was not really the nhl as we know it was it
2: um well it was the nhl it was uh, the beginnings of the nhl uh, so you could say um it was similar in a sense although they didn't have as many teams and um they in fact, because of the war they the and other um um sort of machinations going on in the NHL, they at the end of that season they only ended up with two teams. Um and the two teams played a, a seven game uh series to decide who was going to be the Eastern uh champion to uh to challenge for the for the Stanley Cup. Um but um you know, in, in a lot of ways it was similar.
1: And, and who were the Seattle Metropolitans playing against at that time?
2: Who were they playing against in terms of the, the teams in their league, in the, yeah. of the Coast League? Um, there was uh, Victoria, the Victoria Aristocrats, and the Vancouver um, Millionaires. And uh, there, there had been the uh, Portland team, um, the Portland uh, Rosebuds, but um, they dropped out just before the, that season started.
1: But they don't make team names like they used to, eh? <laughs> Aristocrats, millionaires, Rosebuds, <laughs> <laughs> Metropolitans.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, who knows? We might see another team called the Rosebuds. <laughs> uh, maybe not.
1: Yeah, maybe not. Uh, all right, so so the Stanley Cup Finals, th- they get going, and obviously there was a, a huge outbreak of the Spanish flu at that time. Kind of, Kind of take us through how the series progressed and when they sort of realized okay we can't we can't play hockey anymore
2: yeah that's an interesting uh point at which they felt that um the um they started the series montreal Canadiens against uh, seattle and um it seemed like everything would go fairly well. Um they have they had small teams back then, so um there might be um, you know, nine players or ten players on a team and the spares rarely even got a chance to play. So Seattle uh well, Seattle had a very fast team and they uh they defeated um um Montreal seven nothing in the first game and everything uh, they seemed okay. Um and then um the Canadians came back in the second game and they defeated Seattle, uh, four, two. And so it looked like it was going to be a good match. And then, um, uh, Seattle, uh, won again, seven, two, uh, looked like they were in charge, but then in the next game, um, they, uh, they started to run out of gas, uh, both teams really, um, they were, uh, playing as hard as they could. Um, and, um, it by, by the end of that game, they there was no score. And the, um, they had to play overtime. And they there was no score in the first overtime period. There was no score in the second overtime period. And that situation had never arisen before. And they didn't know what to do. Somebody came up with a rule book that said, well, since, you know, you can only... It seemed like you could only have two overtime periods. And that was it. They just said, well, that's, you know. But it wasn't... It wasn't just that it was also the fact that the players had all collapsed on the ice so um they didn't know at that time that that the spanish flu was possibly you know um causing them to to do that to, to collapse um but the players didn't want to play they 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 probably would have refused to play at that point if the referees had said they had to continue so then that game was 0-0 and they decided to play that game over again basically um so then um the the, the the fifth game um Seattle only had to to uh win that game and they would have won the series and they were ahead 3 nothing going into the third period and that at that point they just couldn't they 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 could hardly move and they only they had fewer spares than uh, than Montreal and so um um as they uh as they tired they, the, the spares couldn't uh, take up the slack and uh the canadians had one more spare <laughs> and uh they um they just uh they came back and uh af- in, in overtime the canadians won 4-3 so at that point the series was um tied up and uh and then again once again the players collapsed Jeez, (laughs) and uh and they 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 still didn't cancel the series until the next day that was when they realized that uh about 10 of the players and the coaches had succumbed and uh they couldn't i mean they couldn't have a series
1: and there was one fatality correct
2: yeah very soon after joe hall often known as bad joe hall he died um Directly as a as a result of the flu, and uh, several other players almost died. New Zealand, uh, the great New Zealand, almost died as well. Um, and actually, one uh, the uh, George Kennedy, the um, um, coach from Montreal, died two years later, probably from the effects of the flu.
1: Oh wow, man! That, I mean, I, I, thanks for telling that story, and, and I love the the imagery of of these players trying to play and just not being able to um to to go on i mean that's 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 pretty shocking and and now i mean craig just to let's jump forward 101 years to now um I, again i th- i think it's quite possible that that the cup doesn't get handed out hopefully not with a significant loss of life or or you know things happening to players and things like that but um in my mind it seems it, it's i mean it's definitely on the table at this time of year
2: uh yeah that's uh, that would be a shame, but uh, you know what are you going to do? Um, I suppose they could postpone it for a couple of months and and see what happens. After all, the, the, the Stanley Cup ends up being played for in June, doesn't it? <laughs> these these years, uh, these these days. Um, so it, it's possible that it could be played for in September or something like that. Oh, no, no, that's kind of it's ridiculous. That that couldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, now that you're making me think about it, yeah. Um, uh, they, I think
1: they'd probably have a cutoff time where they... Because here's the thing. I, I still think they want to try to play series, at least best of five. I don't think they would want to have, well, let's have a weekend tournament. Mm. You know, I don't know if they'd quite want quite to do that. Uh, Craig, it's, I'm glad you're on. People want to talk to you on our text line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary says, did the Sydney millionaires ever play for the Stanley Cup? I think they did. Uh, Sydney, Nova Scotia? Wow. I think they did in
2: 1913. Uh, That's a good question. You might be right. I I just quickly
1: Googled it (laughs) because I know you weren't expecting that, so I wanted to help you out. But there's another team called the Millionaires.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, there were a few. Uh, um, I think there was a Millionaires team in Saskatchewan as well. Um, But um, one thing I should mention also that contributed to... The death of the of Joe Hall and and the uh, decimation of the of the two teams was the uh, invention of the forward pass, because until that point, um, it hadn't really um, come into I- I- effect. The full force of what that did to the teams it made them play much faster and harder, and um, because they were um, with the spanish flu as well it just depleted every ounce of energy that they had i, I personally believe that that contributed to the death of joe hall
1: yeah man amazing uh, or, uh, craig thanks for thanks for shedding light on, on that time in uh, in history again the last time the stanley cup was was not presented due to uh, something related to a health concern i'm sure we're going to talk again hopefully it's under uh, much more pleasant circumstances craig thanks <laughs> yeah. for hopping on the show you're welcome that is Craig Bowlesby, hockey historian. He has been on Inside Sports before. He had a wealth of information about uh, hockey's history in Seattle, and that relates into the uh, Spanish flu that led to the cancellation of the Stanley Cup final between the Canadians and the Seattle Metropolitans. And as he mentioned, it was, the series was tied 2-2 after five games because Game 4 ended in a scoreless tie. After a couple of overtimes. Inside sports on 630 Chad back after the break. Sorry, we're just trying to get a guest here on the fly, everybody. Thanks for staying with us tonight. A lot still uh, going on in the the world of sports. Uh, About 40 minutes ago, uh, Hockey Canada uh, calling things off. So that means the Alberta Junior Hockey League affecting, uh, well, teams obviously around the province. This uh, going along with the NHL pausing its season, the AHL, the WHL and uh, the other two major junior leagues as well. The NCAA canceled all its tournaments. That's pretty significant. Major League Baseball canceling spring training. The regular season will be delayed by at least two weeks, and I would guess uh, probably more. Other uh, sad news today. Ken King with Calgary Sports and Entertainment has uh, passed away at the age of 68 after a battle with cancer. We'll probably talk more about uh, Ken King, his life, and uh, impact on uh, the world of sports in Calgary and the National Hockey League tomorrow here on Inside Sports but very uh, coronavirus heavy show as i'm uh, sure you can imagine we did have we did have uh, Dr. Jason Kindertruck on the show earlier Canada Research Chair for Emerging Viruses at the University of Manitoba and he sounded he was very good and you know what can we might even we might even play some of that interview again tomorrow because it was really informative. We do have some other guests coming up in the last half hour of the show uh, he I mean he was very level-headed, very balanced, very um, you know honest that theres a lot going on with this virus that you can't necessarily predict. But he sounded very skeptical that we're going to find a way to somehow finish the NHL season, even if it's just with the playoffs. I mean, he said, okay, maybe six weeks. I'm paraphrasing a bit here, but maybe six weeks, best case scenario. But he said he himself isn't really making any plans for vacations or attending large events in the next couple of months. So if this goes into, you know, May 10th, May 12th, May 15th, I think at some point the NHL is going to have to say, uh, we're done. We're done. 780-496-0063 is the number to call or text. Uh, we haven't had a lot of time for audience interaction tonight with all the interviews and all the news we have. Uh, I do want to welcome to the show from Six Three Chad Mornings, Shea Ganim, who hosts along with Chelsea Bird. Shay, thanks for jumping on Spur of the Moment. No uh, what, what's going on here with minor hockey and, and teams in Edmonton? Can you tell us? As far as I know, I'm actually at Twilliger right now. We're about to play our quarterfinal game at uh, 8 o'clock tonight.
0: We're going to play that, and then I think that's it. From what I can tell, according to Hockey Alberta, they have cancelled everything. Uh, anything that's been sanctioned by Hockey Alberta, practices, games, tournaments, playoffs, finals, camps, it's all done, so uh, effective tomorrow. So it looks like uh, tonight is the last night of hockey in Edmonton at
1: any level. So that's so that's it for minor hockey. So even if you're like a five-year-old Timbit and you play in front of thirty people, you're done.
0: Yeah, EMHA put out a statement early this morning, actually saying that they had the uh, Timbits do a big jamboree this weekend. All the Timbit teams come together for their big year-end jamboree. They canceled that. That was supposed to be happening here at Swilliger this weekend. They canceled that earlier today. So okay. we knew that one was done, and we were waiting for the rest of the levels. Uh, I coach a midget team, and um, according to the Hockey Alberta release, everything from junior on down is done, effective tomorrow.
1: Okay. Well, I'm glad you're coming on because I'm seeing stuff on the fly during the show. You you maybe have seen the Hockey Canada one, and that's it for the AJHL and a lot of the Hockey Canada sanctioned events. So now uh, everything in Alberta is, I guess, done. Yeah.
0: Hockey Alberta put out a tweet. It wasn't that clear. So some of us were tweeting back and forth with them, and they put out a clarification um, saying that – everything uh sanctioned by hockey alberta and that includes practices games tournaments finals playoffs all of it is canceled effective march 13th so this is the last night by the looks of it
1: okay well enjoy and i think i'm on your show tomorrow so i'll talk to you in about a little <laughs> 11 and a half hours
2: sounds good
1: that's Shay ganham from 6 30 shed morning so there you go uh it's it's uh, if you're playing hockey it's it's ending for the season that's basically what I can tell you. Inside Sports on 630 Chad back after the news. So just had Shea Gano on the show, and this has all been developing in the last hour. Hockey Canada uh, cancelling all of its championships and related activities. And then Hockey Alberta says Hockey Canada sanctioned activities include all Hockey Alberta sanctioned activities. That means all Hockey Alberta league games, playoffs, practices, camps, and provincial, regional, and national championships are canceled at the minor, female, junior, senior, and sledge levels. So that means that's uh, pretty much it for hockey. I mean, the NHL's paused, but now all these other levels are uh, are shutting down for the season. WHL, the Oil Kings are also paused. Uh, You know, I don't know if... I, like, I really don't know if these seasons are going to resume. Uh, I, I think it's it's not that likely at this time, but uh, yeah, a lot happening on the fly. But we'll see where it all goes. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's, there's a lot of concern and, and the sports world now really reacting and saying we can't have people gather, we can't have athletes traveling. And uh, the province of Alberta today saying four new cases of coronavirus, bringing it up to 23 in the province. Uh, The province is uh, asking any events that are expected to have more than 250 people in attendance. Those should be cancelled. That includes large sporting events, conferences and community events. It does not include places of worship, grocery stores, airports or shopping centres. So for the time being, those places are open and available for people to go to. Um, Schools and daycares remain open. Steps should be taken to ensure that no more than 250 individuals are in the same room at any given time. If you heard Jason Kindrichuk on the show earlier from the University of Manitoba, who studies emerging viruses, he said, you know, this uh, this virus has been percolating below the surface in North America. We are beyond the point of containment, but we can still mitigate transmission. And he says, what you look for, is there a slow increase or a steep increase in the number of cases? And he says, that's data you need to look at over the course of a week or, uh, or even longer. So probably really uh, too early to see exactly how that graph looks in Alberta. So that's where we're at with uh, COVID-19 for now. And obviously, this is going to be a story that continues for, for maybe a very long time. And we don't know what's going to happen in the world of sports. I will tell you this. Several people have said to me today, a couple listeners have written in tonight. Uh, I had a couple friends uh, text me earlier in the day when they heard the news about the NHL. I've even had some colleagues come up to me. And the question is, what is happening with inside sports? Inside sports will continue and I will continue to host Inside Sports. We are not going to have Oilers broadcast for the foreseeable future, so we will not have face-off shows. We will not have overtime open line. We're still going to have Jack Michaels on as a guest. We're still going to talk to Rob Brown sometimes, and I can promise you this show is still going to be, if you like this show, I promise you, you will continue to like it. We're going to, we're going to put out the best show we can every evening. We're not going to mope about there not being Oilers games. We're not going to mope about there not being leagues canceled. Uh, we're going to do a show that's appropriate for the day, that hopefully can still make you smile once in a while, that hopefully can still bring you great sports stories and sports people as we go along. So I'm not looking at this as, uh, as a negative for me or for Inside Sports or for this time slot on 630 Chat. We are going ahead. And my goal is to do an awesome show every day, and that will continue. And I I hope we deliver. And again, if you you hate me and you hate inside sports, you'll probably continue to hate me and hate inside sports. (laughs) If you like inside sports and enjoy bantering with me every once in a while, uh, we're going to promise that that will continue. Sound fair, Kellen? Absolutely. I'm right here with you on the other side of the glass, of course, but there we go. I wouldn't want to be in the same room with you. That's be awkward bacon man text again. he says damn i was hoping your show was done <laughs> i'll tell you what bacon man this could really alter the cfl schedule this could just could change the, the the schedule this summer you never know uh, are we having trouble connecting with steve yes okay well you know tell you what we, we'll try him one more time kellen if we don't get him tonight i mean his story stands up for, uh, for future shows. Uh, Steve Sturr was scheduled to join us, uh, former NCAA basketball player, Canadian FIBA 3X3 player, and he played in the NCAA tournament, which is gone. I mean, that's, that is massive. That, that, that is massive. No men's basketball, well, no women's basketball tournament either, but a hugely attended and watched and gambled on event for, uh, for that matter. Golf, one of my favorite sports to watch, they are holding tournaments without fans up until the tournament before the Masters. They have not announced what is going to happen at the Masters. Some guests on Inside Sports get gift certificates to Northern Chicken, bringing down South Comfort Food to Edmonton with their creative take on Southern Classics spun with a modern twist. So I'll tell you what we're going to do now. Uh, earlier today, I spoke to a young man from Bruderheim, Brock Mashmeyer. He uh, plays in the Division II German League. Because of the time change, we had to change this earlier, he found out very suddenly that, his season was over. Brock, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for checking in today. I I know there's been a lot going on in your life and your career over the last couple of days. Certainly an unexpected conclusion to your hockey season. Just tell me a little bit about getting the news and how you and your team have been able to deal with it.
3: You know, it's uh, tough. You kind of try to keep together and through this time, uh, it's kind of a little bit wild over here, but when you, when you hear the news of uh, the rest of the season being cancelled, uh, it's just a tough situation. You know, it's a, it's a pit in your stomach that you just don't
1: really feel like anything gets over with. Did you have a sense before, before this happened that something like this could be coming, or did you think, okay, they're going to they're gonna try to get the season in one way or another? Tell me about the lead-up to this.
3: So what had happened was all of a sudden you started hearing about uh, the Italian league and then as well as the Austrian league. And they were starting to have rumors that they were, they were folding um, just for the, the playoffs. And once you start hearing that, it kind of made its way over here about a rumor a week ago. And then uh, the first league over here, the the DL uh, folded earlier in the day, Tuesday this week, and then, all of a sudden, at that time, you know, you're knowing if they can't handle uh, this this amount of loss,
1: then you know the the
3: second league isn't going to be able to handle it either.
1: Yeah. So what's the what's the fan reaction been like there? I mean, we know this is obviously a, a, a very a, a very serious situation, but what have you heard from uh, sort of fans and maybe media in, in Heilbronn? You know what? The fans they're
3: upset, but honestly, I saw... So, we saw one of the coolest things on social media from them, is that uh, people had already purchased tickets for uh, the playoff weekend to start tomorrow, and they were commenting all positive, saying, "Hey, we'd like to do anything to help out the team and the players. Uh, don't refund us any money and keep it, um, keep it for the organization, so we could have a stronger team next year. So it was it was an amazing response by our fans over here in Hellbron."
1: As you've seen the the coronavirus grow and uh, you know become more prevalent and I suppose more more dangerous and, and you referenced Italy and, and we know that's been unfortunately a really uh, hardly hit area. Mm-hmm. Like, are there a lot of are, are there a lot of sick people there in Germany or how do you think Germany is dealing with this crisis?
3: No, Germany's doing really well. Like, uh, as it, uh, Italy went and actually put in. Uh, a rule that there's no more groups or parties above 100 people. So weddings and stuff are all all getting cancelled. And uh, now you see here in Germany that it started off at 1,000 people. That's why you couldn't have the sporting events. And then it changed to 100 people in the last couple days here, within the last day. And just in the day-to-day basis over here, besides that, you, you wouldn't notice that we're in a state of crisis, um, if we didn't have social media, uh, online, TV, you, you would walk outside and everybody's doing their day-to-day business as as normal, just without sporting events.
1: Brock Mashmeyer joining us tonight at Inside Sports plays for the Heilbronn Falcons in DEL2 in Germany uh, Brock, first of all, thanks for the, for the update on, on the hockey side of it and, and, and how you're affected I, I, I do want to give people a chance to get you, to know your career path a little bit uh, you, you played in the AJHL, you played in the NCAA and now four uh, or three seasons, I guess, in Germany Tell us about the decision to go over there and how you've found the, the transition to the hockey and the lifestyle
3: no, just uh, I was in the NCAA there with Northern Michigan University, and I got a call from an agent since in the NCAA you're not allowed agents or, or that such. So being able to have somebody reach out to me and say, hey, a Germany team would like you to come and play for them. And uh, since I do have German heritage, so this way I was able to become a dual citizen which brought me over here to Germany. And uh, as soon as I heard that my brother and I would be playing on the same team, uh, playing in pro in the first league, uh, my first season over here, uh, how could I say no? So the decision was mainly like, here it is. Here's a huge opportunity. You can go travel the world and play hockey, do something I love. And being able to do that with my brother, uh, I couldn't have chosen anything better.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's a pretty cool experience for sure. Okay, so we, we talked about the kind of uh, abrupt ending to your season. Are, are you going to be able to come home soon? What's the plan? Are we going to see you back in, in Edmonton or in Bruderheim?
3: Yeah, no, we, uh, we have a flight out for Sunday, so as long as anything doesn't get shut down with borders in Canada, we should be fine. Um, but everything over here is just running normal, so we, we honestly can't complain and should be back uh, Sunday
1: evening. Okay. Well, we wish you safe travels and thanks for filling us in on your experience, Brock. Uh, I hope I get to meet you in person as you're back in Alberta here over the next few months. Really appreciate your time. All the best to you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me on this. All right. Good perspective there from Brock Mashmeyer. He's from Bruderheim. He's been playing in Division Two in Germany. His season done. He's coming home. Steve, sir, when we get back. I apologize. I don't have answers for everything. Uh, Some Oilers ticket holders have written in what's going to happen with with game tickets. I don't know yet. Uh, I contacted the Oilers, uh, someone I know with the Oilers, who would know that this afternoon, and uh, that is something they are working on. I know there's a lot of need for information, and this could affect... Uh, you know, your money and what you're spending your money on and all that kind of stuff, th- they're going to have answers. They're, there's nothing right now. Uh, obviously, the NHL has been placed in pause. That is what we can tell you about the Oilers' season at the moment. Steve, sir, is a friend of the program. Steve, thanks for checking in tonight. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Steve, we're going to dive right in here. We only got you for a few minutes. Uh, you played in the NCAA. You played in the men's tournament to hear mm-hmm. that it has actually been cancelled. Give me your reaction.
4: I really think uh, there was no other choice, um, no other reasonable choice, anyway. Um, with everything that's going on right now and the domino effect of uh, leagues stopping uh, on this side of the world and on others, um, I, I feel like uh, I was waiting for them to do what felt like an, an inevitability, Um this is obviously a, a very big deal um, globally, and to put that many people in one place at a variety of sites, uh, when tensions and nerves and anxieties are going to be so high about it, it was. I mean, who knows what it could what that could have actually led to? As much as you could would hope that the sport itself would sweep away all the worry, and everyone could just focus on watching basketball and have fun. It, who knows if that actually could have been what happened? So I, I you know, I think who knows exactly why the ncaa waited in, until today to do it i have to imagine have to do a lot with you know sponsors insurance money um but now that's done i mean i, I think uh, they had no other choice
1: steve we've talked a lot about the fiba 3x3 over the last couple of years uh, and you're on an excellent team for that the tournament in my god steve i got a lot of notes here about postponed events was it in india It was in India. Yeah,
4: I'm sure you got got to make light of it, but I have
1: a a page of things and I couldn't find it. Uh, It was supposed to be March 18th to 22nd. What's going on with that? How does it affect your quest to possibly play in the Olympics, which I guess we also don't know if we're going to happen. But in terms of the 3X3, what's happening?
4: Well right now it's it's in a similar situation with a lot of other a lot of other sites. Um we don't have an, an end date like certain leagues have said where we're gonna review for thirty days. They've just postponed it indefinitely. Um I think with, an event, with events like FIBA Runs that are in different areas of the world and with as much travel that's required uh, by the players and staff and officials and, 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 and you know, a variety of other people, same type of situation. It, it was an inevitability. Um, you couldn't risk uh, the, the health of everyone just to make sure that you tried to get the event done. Um, so right now we're in we're in a little bit of limbo, and it's uh, I think it was... One for all of us, and in talking to other players that were going to be involved with it, too, it was a bit of a relief with so much of the uncertainty of, you know, hey, if, if you travel, and we know the statistics might be low of actually contracting the virus, but if you get quarantined somewhere and you're you're stuck somewhere for a couple weeks, a month, that's where it gets really difficult. So, uh, from from the the life perspective, it was uh, it was the right thing to do from uh, planning and competitive and. Um, well, we've been working towards for over a year now um it was disappointing because um, now you got to figure out a way to uh to try and stay sharp when you don't know when the end line is for when you need to be sharp for so uh we're gonna have to readjust but uh i think one thing that's important to remember is everyone's gonna have to go through this it's not just specific to us and it's not just specific to canada everyone's dealing with the same uncertainty and, and uh you have to figure out a way to to try and make it work
1: Steve, we're, we're going to have to try to get you on again uh, later. Uh, you're always a great guest, but, and there's there's so much going on. But thanks for giving us the latest.
4: No, I appreciate it. You. Thank you, thanks for having me on, Reed. Anytime you need me, man.
1: All right. That is uh, Steve Sturr checking in tonight. Um, just breaking news here. Sophie Trudeau, the wife of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, has tested positive for coronavirus. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is now in 14-day self-isolation. So Sophie Trudeau has tested positive for coronavirus. Um, Sorry, guys, I'm just getting a lot of this as we're going here. It looks like the Players' Championship has been canceled from the World of Golf, which that, that started today. I'm just trying to remember what day of the week it is. It is Thursday. Uh, so it looks like they're calling off the Players' Championship after one round. All this just coming down uh, right now. And uh, Brian Wacker from Golf Digest uh, writing another statement from the PGA Tour is imminent, according to multiple sources. So uh, another. Uh, another sporting association, the PGA Tour. Yeah, the players, the uh, the Players Championship will be canceled immediately because of coronavirus pandemic. Multiple sources have confirmed that. Is Brian Wacker, who writes for Golf Digest. I mentioned earlier that the PGA had said they will play uh, events without crowds, without galleries, but uh, but now they're calling off the Players Championship altogether. I uh, don't know what is happening with future tournaments. Okay. Well, what a day in the sports world uh, and the uh, the planet overall. Stay safe, everybody. Stay healthy. Keep yourself clean. And you can always get more on uh, globalnews.ca on 630 ched.com. Our newsroom will keep you covered, as will our friends over at Global Television. Thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy is your studio producer. Thanks to everybody who texted in tonight. Back tomorrow, Inside Sports. From 6 to 8, we will uh, bring you more on some of the changes and cancellations and suspensions that are affecting sports all around the world. Take care, everybody. 630 Chad Inside Sports with
0: Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.